Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Well, not every, um, hopefully back for the year from now on. Good to be back with you. And in the words of Cole Tizzle, we've got the band back together. Good to be with you, listeners. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations at the overlap of Wurundjeri and Bunurong. We pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in, and for that matter First Nations people, and always was, always will be Aboriginal land. All the lands were stolen and never ceded. I'm Sally Goldner. I am your host for this show. Um, and we cover pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre, um, people's lives in what are today called LGBTIQA plus communities, um, including politics, arts and anything else in case you haven't tuned in before. Um, lots of ways to get in touch with the show. You can contact out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456751215. You can tweet Mastodon and Instagram at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And look for posts on my page, Sally Goldner AM and Facebook out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. You can snail mail in um, to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And remember any opinions that... I express on the show are strictly my own and not those of any organisation with which I've been associated in the past or presently associated, and perhaps unless we're otherwise stated. Um, just in case, I don't think there's anything expected, but it's always good to know about these numbers anyway. Um, QLife includes Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. In in case there is any. Difficult content today and Rainbow Door 1800 729 367 and the SMS for Rainbow Door 0480 Um Just wanting to hook up with my guests, Eden and Joe, today. Um, but of course, it's been a busy summer. Hope you had um, in Melbourne a very enjoyable midsummer season, um, all over now, of course, um, and had some good fun times. There's been Some interesting debates, which if I don't get to today, we'll get to in due course. Um, And, um, um, yeah, Um, um, obviously issues surrounding Pride March and to some extent Carnival and also some more recent issues, which um, not so much in midsummer or connected in any way connected to midsummer, but with a tiny bit of indirect linkage to some of the things that happened at Pride March. So, yeah, certainly lots to discuss, um, lots of great arts out there, lots of things happening. Um, so, um, in the meantime, um, um, we'll just um, have a little more musics um, while we're just trying to sort out some technical stuff. Um, and um, let's, um, in honour of um, the huge event that happened um, yesterday over in Perth um, have a track that um, from someone that it's in a way about someone who was there um, and that is um, the theme 
for Mr Triple H because once not only have we got the band back together, but it's time to play the game. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. And we're having a major glitch today. Um, That's um, what we didn't need. Um, Let's see if we can come up with something else. Um, In the meantime...
Bisexual Alliance Victoria is a not-for-profit organisation dedicated to equality and justice for multi-gender attracted people, including bi, pan, regardless of label or no label at all, their partners and allies. Bisexual Alliance runs discussion groups in person and online. The group offers a safe and fun space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your sexual identity and provide peer support. Bisexual Alliance is especially keen to hear from multi-gender attracted people in regional and rural Victoria. Donations of $2 or more to Bisexual Alliance are now tax deductible. For more information, visit our website at bi-alliance.org, email info at bi-alliance.org or find us on Facebook or Twitter. A 3CR supporter. I'm Listen to Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm to 2am for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moon Mullican, Lefty Vizel, Hank Snow and many more. Remember, Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm only on 3CR. And do it all your Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au and three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. And um, having sorted out my fingers um, with the technology at this end, let's hope um, technologically I can now connect you to Eden and Joe to talk about um, a fabulous art exhibition. Um, put on by Arts Project Australia called The Little Things We Fight For. Um, let's see, Eden and Joe, are you there? Yes, we, we are, are here. Yeah, we Yay, are here. things are working. That's what we like. How are you on this, um, um, well, balmy um, Nam Sunday afternoon? <laughs> uh, we are very nervous. Uh, yeah. That's all right. We're coming to you from the Melbourne Art Fair, so um, it might sound a little bit busy around us because it's very busy here, but um, yeah, please excuse that. That's quite quite all right, um, and um, that's, um, you know, I think that's a good lead into what we want to talk about because um, I might... Um, um, just for the start, for starters, get um, you sort of rolling, Joe. Um, tell us about um, sort of Art Project Australia, um, which is sort of where, which sort of fits in with the Arts Fair, and what what's that's about? Um, just in case people haven't heard about um, the organisation and setting before. Sure, can do. Yeah, no, it's um, it's we're a fifty year old this year. It's our anniversary. It's our birthday. So we're a 50-year-old not-for-profit charity registered organisation that supports artists with intellectual disability um, and advocates for their work to be included in the contemporary art sector. And this is a perfect example of that because that is exactly what we're doing right now. So, yeah, we have a studio in Northridge, which is uh, two levels, facilitates all of the artists in any way they choose to practice, um, with uh, contemporary working peers who are neuronormal and don't 
teach them, they just work alongside them and help to direct them in terms of what they would like to do in terms of, you know, direct, direct developing their practice. Um, and then we also have a contemporary arts uh, gallery in uh, Collingwood, which is um, in the Collingwood Yards Arts Precinct, right next door to Westpace. So, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful hub. It's a, even just a little bit I can see in the background of my Zoom screen certainly looks beautiful. Um, Eden, Joe mentioned something there that um, perhaps brings you in. Um, how did you get connected to Arts Project Australia um, in terms of your involvement in this um, upcoming exciting exhibition? Oh, well, um, I think I, I, um, I joined it, uh, I think, in 2014, and uh, I think my mum found it. My mum found Arts Project Australia said um give it give it a go give it a go on saturdays and i started going on saturdays and then i started going on the on the weekdays three days a week and um i've been there for quite a while so um yeah we've worked uh quite hard to get our own um first solo exhibition so that's really cool yeah oh very 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 cool um this is this is your f- first one Woo. that's yes so I'm very nervous well, look, that, that's understandable when it's your, you know, when it's your sort of art um, on the line. But, um, you know, um, I think lots of creatives, you know, do get nerves or adrenaline about, um, you know, their, their work and putting it and putting it in public. And for you, um, that's, you know, sort of a pretty huge thing. Uh, but yeah. I think you have had some amazing assistance um, with someone by the name of Janelle Lowe in particular. Yeah. And I, I really yes, like to hear about that. My friend Janelle um, is a photography person. One of my friends that um, I've done work with in photography, and uh, they're my one of my best friends, and they've helped me become a better photographer. And I give them all the credit in the world because they they've taught me so much in how to be confident and do do things from the heart and just be out there, become a better artist, a better photographer. And I love her very much. Oh, that that's really really cool. Sort of, um, are you able to drill into that just a little more? You know, what sort of can you think of what sort of things that um, have been helpful along the way? Along the way with Janelle and Arts Project. Yeah, yeah. Well, both. Yes, um, and yeah. Joe, chip in oh. if you need to as well. Yeah, yeah. if I may, if I may, yeah. Um, they developed a wonderful project for an exhibition called Permafinity. A few years ago, which was a touring show toured uh, nationally, um, they developed really beautiful work collaboratively for that. And the, the whole point of the show was um, that it was a collaborative process. So um, practicing artists external from um, APA work together with artists that are working from APA to you know, develop work um, and, you know, sort of yeah. further than yeah. further than yeah. helped us do the photo for um, the gallery in Canberra, mm. portrait gallery in Canberra. Yeah, helped exactly. us out with that. Yeah, so there's that show, Mamma um, show, and which was curated, um, yeah, uh, really, really beautifully. Um, and also the National Portrait Gallery, Portrait 20. That Eden was um, a part of. Yes. Um, last year. Yes, now? last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
um, they exhibited there, and that was also a collaborative uh, project. The, the main piece was um, Janelle Lowe and Eden Mentor, yeah. but also Eden had a beautiful um, oh. string of works uh, yeah. that were just, just there. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been doing some incredible projects over the last yeah. few years, really incredible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And this is your first solo show, Eden, um, which oh, is um, sort of a bit exciting as well, but it's also, um, there's something else that's a first about um, this exhibition as well for you in terms of the style of art you're working with yeah. fabric. Yeah, I've never worked with fabric. Or I, I'm not used to having my artwork printed so big. <laughs> um, I, I, I used to put a lot of pressure on myself to make art perfect and stuff like that, but I decided to go with my natural flow on this part because um, uh, I want to advocate for for mental health awareness and I want to show a little bit of my vulnerability so people don't feel alone. Mm. Looking after your mental health is really, really important. Yeah, and I feel like that... Um... Yeah, we worked together yeah. quite closely on this, didn't we? And yeah. the, the fabric was going to be a really good decision yeah. because a lot of what um, the messaging is is very particular and it's so delicate. So, you know, yeah. printing on fabric um, was a really nice way to um, exhibit it so it softened it and it's really reactive. Yeah. So if you walked past it, has this movement it's almost animated i'm tempted so. to wear it as a cape <laughs> yeah it's really, really beautiful yeah well i mean you you touch on mental health there and i mean as part of diversity and intersectionality eden you're queer and neurodivergent as well um yeah. you know sort of um, it must feel a great sense of in every sense of the word pride that um all those things will just say a part of you and, you know, just um, that you're able to use them to create things, which is really cool. Yeah. I like, um, I like the, it comes out of my head. It's, oh, yeah. So I'm just a bit nervous. So I'm struggling to talk a little bit. That's quite, look, that's okay, quite all right. That was, that was also beautifully said, I must say. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. very welcome. It's pride just, is a big a big aspect. Sometimes yeah. it's yeah. hard to have pride when you're not having a good time. Yeah. So um, I want to encourage all sorts of people to have pride in who they are as a person, even though you have challenges there. And um, I, I'm hoping that my uh, artwork can help people, even in the smallest way. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it does. I mean, you know, we all all of the, the groups mentioned need, you know, um, sort of visibility, affirmation and pride. And so I think that's really, really good. Um, I'll let you catch your breath, Eden, and ask Joe about um, the more about the event that this is part of both particularly Eden's and there's a broader um, series of events as well, um, which is really, really awesome as well. It very much is, yeah. It's a part of Photo 2024, which is um, a photo festival that goes across not, not only Melbourne, but also regionally um, across Victoria. But there's a bigger sort of, you know, reach out um, internationally as well. There's 150 um, artists. There is. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, and they're 
not only exhibiting in um, commercial art spaces, but, um, you know, museums and galleries and also public spaces. So it's a big festival. It's huge. Yeah. It won a lot of awards yeah, last time. I saw one for... when I was on the tram. Yeah. The artworks are big. Yeah. Big photography. Yeah. So happy to see other people's work too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's wonderful to be a part of it. We're Arts Project Australia is a partner with um, Feta 2024 too. So we've worked quite closely with them on, you know, just kind of developing the project and looking at other projects and seeing how it all kind of unfolds. Um, so, yeah, we're really proud um, to be a part of it and very excited about the launch weekend, which is this weekend. So, yeah, the uh, coming up, yeah, and dare I say how it unfolds, I have to say for this show, how it pans out um, mm-hmm. is very, very important, um, you know, which is really, really cool. And so, um, yeah, it's on everywhere. I'll, I'll ask you, um, Joe, where you know, sort of whereabouts do people see things um, in particular, in particular um, e- um, Eden, you know, sort of Joe and Eden, where do we see your exhibition um, specifically? Um, at Collingwood Yards at Arts Project Gallery. Yeah, Arts Project Australia in Collingwood Yards, Eden is absolutely correct. Um, yes, it's a contemporary arts precinct. It's kind of new to the scene in Melbourne. So it was. it's the old, it's the building um, that was the old Collingwood Tate um, oh. that we developed um, slightly post-lockdown for Melbourne um, to house lots and lots of beautiful, amazing, incredible arts organisations. So um, there'll be lots and lots of stuff going on in the precinct. Um uh, West Space Next Door, us, of course. Um, there's also an installation in the courtyard that's at the centre of the precinct. So, um, And then it spiders out to um, lots and lots of different venues um, in not only um, our precinct but also Fitzroy and, and then beyond. So I would encourage everybody to jump on the website and have a look. There's maps. It's really easy to kind of track what's going on. Um, yeah. That, that's what it is. An hour opening. Oh, yep. Eden is just pointing me to the fact, and very good point, thank you, Eden. Thank you. Is that our opening is next Saturday on the 2nd of March from 4 until 6 p.m.? It's being opened by Richard Lua. My friend Richard, that one, good. Yeah, who is um, for all of the art world buffs out there or anyone kind of remotely interested in that. He's a really fantastic, um, very established contemporary artist and even uh, collaborated with uh, that was Richard. The next How wave. long ago was that? It was like I don't eight know. years ago, maybe? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next wave. And they're still, both of those, their experiences working with um, each other was was so poignant. Um, Richard says so also. (laughs) Yeah, they both both have a huge amount of respect um, with, for each other. So um, it's going to be a really fun event. So anyone, I really encourage you. He's hilarious. Yeah. We love Richard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, look, it just it looks and a little bit again that I can see in the background, but of what I've seen on the on the the websites and um, everything you tell me, it just sounds amazing, and it's just great that we've got 
um, so much art in its various forms, which does lead me, uh, Eden, to put another question to you. You're not just, we'll say, painter and photographer. You're a very multi-talented creative person, if I have it right. I can't do crochet. The, um, <laughs> the crochet hook ends up across the room, that thing. Can't do it. So uh, Almost anything. Almost. Well, look. Yeah, they are an incredible drafts person too they they can um draw per- perfectly uh, you know uh, really beautiful intricate I make, fine yeah. work. but um sculpture i can do animation mm-hmm. um stop motion anything that you can ever think of i guess and i like drawing realistic insects because i like bugs and yeah, dinosaurs and I'm yeah. also a makeup artist and my dream is to be a special effects and props person and I want to be like yeah. Adam Savage and I want to be like Thomas E. Soprant. Well, um, look, all I can say is go for it because if you don't go for it, you won't get there um, at all. So if you do, um, you will. And look, having seen some of the photographs of your makeup work, I was blown away. So I just think it's really, really great that... Um, you know, you're getting this chance to get your work out there and um, to have it seen, which is so awesome. And I will um, definitely get off my bunsies and be at the um, launch next weekend. Um, (laughs) And I'm I'm with you on the crocheting. I think we'd both be um, throwing that major hip tosser um, style across the ring, uh, so to speak. They're major talented. They could do crochet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah look um i'll um if there's is, is there anything else that you either of you would just like to chip in otherwise i'll let you go and have a breather and get back to what you're doing and really appreciate the time no eden thank you for letting us be on the radio with you and it, uh love you very much and we are also can i maybe chip in and say we're also at the out there um for this afternoon and we, we it closes at I think five. So anyone who is in the area in Melbourne, uh, the convention centre, come by and see Eden um, and see lockdown um, works um, on display. And yes. Get a sense of what the organisation is all about. Cool. And yes. then hopefully see you at the, at the opening. Of yeah. The little things we fight for. Absolutely. Um, let's just um, give that those details again. The little things we fight for. Um which is, um, so I get the details up, um, is on at um, the, you know, the Collingwood Yards. um, And I'm just, now I've lost the damn details, just when we didn't need to. um, At um, um, the old Collingwood TAFE site, I'll get those um, details into the podcast link for the show. Uh, Portal 6 opening, yeah. Yeah, and we'll just get the actual street address, which is just unfortunately run away from me. Right? Oh, here we go. Um, is it uh, thirty-five Johnson Street in Collingwood? That's, it. That's the precinct here. Yeah. So if you walk across the courtyard, we're on the other side, um, and one floor up, um, just above Licorice Pie, which is uh, an amazing record store. It does. It's good music. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, and sorry, what was that record store? Licorice. Licorice Pie. Yeah. Oh, why? Why has this music fan not heard of this place? Um, well, that yeah, that gives me double the reason to head in there, um, which will be very, very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. 
One, so very one cool. Thing, one more thing. Um, I also encourage everybody to look at all the other artists of 24 as well. Everybody's very talented. Yeah. yeah go on their website and have a look at all the artwork. For sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, de- definitely okay. we'll enjoy all that. Um, Eden and Joe, um, thank you. Um, good luck with all your art and arts um, and arts project um .org.au for lots more information. Um, I'll let you go. Just hang on a sec while I um, try to get some music rolling. I did have one track, but of course, being old-fashioned, the CD didn't want to work. Um, <laughs> I love CDs. i got a whole CD stack in the car like this thick. It's this thick in my car. You always need the CDs, and, and then you put the put the put put more music on the CDs. Yeah. 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 Sorry, CDs I like. Yeah, so I'll have to go. We'll go with um, something else instead, something I picked up recently, which was a Rob Hurst track. And um, thanks for being on the airwaves. Live long and prosper. Bye. Eden and Joe um, from um, Arts Project Australia. Let's just rev some music up and we'll have more on Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM digital 3cr.org.au 3CR on demand. Out of the Pan with Sally. She comes by and tells you that she loves you She's lying again to you like she's done to you a thousand times before She undoes her shirt, takes off her jacket Lays it down on the table But the city's alive So you head for the lights And your heart's tearing at your seams So go see your old man He's got the keys in his hand For the engine of your dreams I wanna be The man with a Star in his hand She sees, and the city's alive. 
3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, And um, just recapping the music that we've had on today. It's um, been one of those technology days with me hitting wrong buttons on Zoom and um, CD's not doing what they needed to do We opened up the show with Cold Chisel from 2019's Blood Moon Getting the band back together And one member of Cold Chisel, Ian Moss Has put out a an album called Rivers Run Dry And that was a track from it um, Only last year um, IanMoss.com.au Nullarbor Plain And then we had uh, Rob Hurst um, The man with the star in his hand um, Rob Hurst and Sean Sennett Um in 2019 put out an EP called Driver Reviver and um, that was a track from it and Rob Hurst has an album out with daughter Jay O'Shea um, which um, is also, is very recent as well. Rob Hurst's um, partner in good stuff, um, not in any crime. Peter Garrett um, has a new album out and a new band and will be doing some shows around Melbourne Nam in particular in March including one at the Thornbury Theatre which will be very cool as well. Um, so to issues, and Jenny's um, gone right to the, the nub of it. Um, hey, good to have you with us, um, Jenny, um, listening, who's listening to the show on a rare weekend off today. Glad you are um, got the relaxation there, Jenny. Um, thoughts read the media coverage of the, well, we're, and I will say very big content note here, um, you know, the horrific uh, murder of two gay men via, uh, by a police officer, um, which or alleged murder, I'd better, sorry, I should be precise there, um, not found guilty as yet. He has been charged. Um, um, and how it affects our community, will it have impact on Mardi Gras? Um, you know, sort of, and we t- um, there's issues of queer domestic violence, and look, Jenny, first things first, as you have said here, sending sincere condolences to families and friends affected. And I think that is the critical thing that we need to bring into this debate. And the one that I was going to bring up, um, I had some plans to, I was tossing up whether to bring it up today. And I suppose now, because you've asked about impact on Mardi Gras, I think we need to bring these issues in. I'm very, very, very dot, dot, a million times very aware of the emotive nature of police and queer and diverse and marginalised communities. And it's been a very, we'll say, emotional time for the last, uh, where are we now, three weeks um, since the events at Pride March, and even, you could say, five weeks, given that there was some incidents at Carnival. Um, I don't think, I think the first, I'm, I, you know, I think we've got to try to, I'm just going to try and throw information in, having had negative experiences of of all sorts with police, neurodivergent experiences, um, what are queerphobic experiences over time. Um, you know, look, I totally get that and I get that there are people worse off than me who have various forms of privilege, white, I'm going to, I'm going to call middle-class passing, 
um, not Aboriginal, not Torres Strait Islander, very, and those sorts of privileges. Um, but um, is one issue. Um, you know, there's, um, you know, um, but I just, I don't know, I question whether turning over tables at midsummer carnival stalls is really going to do anything positive. Some people say, oh, it would be a shame if police didn't march in Pride and or Mardi Gras, given that things have changed. I think we've got to remember that there's been an unequal shift in in relationships with police. If we're just talking LGBTIQA, um, lesbian and gay would have progressed further. Um, I'm not going to comment for intersex or ace here. I'm not sure if there are specific issues with police. It's beyond my sense of identity. Be interested to hear if people think they are. Um, by people, um, I'm not, I'm, you know, there could be issues there. Um, I'm aware, though, of groups that are further down the line, like trans and polyamory, where um, perhaps people haven't had such good responses from police. Sex workers have had issues in the past. I believe things have improved in the last four or five years. But, um, you know, uh, I think that's something we keep in mind. We can't look at our rainbow as homogenous in that sense. Um, you know, look, um, the other side of the coin, and this is going to be a little controversial, but I'm only going to put the thought in there. Um, I was, you know, talking to someone who by any counts would pass as a, um, or not pass, would, um, you know, would think, would you think would be your middle class cisgender man? And he said, well, if police, I won't quite use his words, but if police sometimes use power in ways that could seem excessive or unfair, um, can they complain if people, you know, sort of, um, you know, push back at the against them. Now, I honestly, personally, I don't believe throwing paint at anyone has caused problems. And I've heard stories of police and families and who were scared. There was someone, a young person at their first Pride March who was not far away from where that happened and they were scared. So it's a very tricky thing. You know, as Joe Ball, um, CEO of Switchboard said, you know, everyone has a right to celebrate their pride and their queerness in a way that brings value to them. And, do we tear people down? Well, no. And that's where we're getting into the issue here. I try as hard as I can. And I'm not saying I'm perfect to live by a motto of is everything that I do and including what I say and how I do it because process is just as important as the end result coming from a place of kindness. And I think that when police can be or be even reasonably perceived to be misusing power on a very difficult note here, where we have and the situation last year where someone who yelled at pseudo, I'll call them pseudo-Nazis, gets assaulted by police at a demonstration in March last year, but the police don't really do anything about the Nazis, it's not a good look. Um, so maybe we've all got to look at how we come at this from a place of kindness and rather from, I'll say, legalistic dots and commas, which I think is a problem. And I think that when we start looking at this from a police procedure manual or a section a, section three clause one a approach um, of whatever law, we're not going to get it right. We really need a more human approach on this. And you know, I can only speak here from the Victorian context. There had been good work done with the community encounters program, but is that being lost in the broader police culture? I don't know. I haven't been involved for a few years. Um, 
You know, so I think the thing that I'd say here is there are no all or nothing answers. Um, there's no right or right or, or wrong answers, and people have a right to viewpoints. Now, linking that back, Jenny, to your situation, it will probably, there has already been debate on social media of various forms about the situation re-police, um, you know, the fact that a police officer um you know, is is accused of killing a gay couple, and that there, and there's all sorts of accusations going on about which I'm avoiding, um, just to be you know safe um, from a point of view of my point of view and three CRs. Um, you've ended your email here. May justice serve its course, and I agree with that. I hope that it does, um, and um, I think that um, you know somehow. I I I I struggle I sometimes struggle myself with the idea that I feel that there's lots of lovely people in the world but sometimes it just seems there's a lot of in, more intense unkindness we see it on social media we see it um you know with intense actions and intense and intense words for example against trans people so often it's um I don't know um you know, sort of um, how we overcome that, except with more kindness. Um, and that may sound very cheesy, but it's, I don't know, what else works? Um, do we look into our hearts as well as our heads, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. Um, it's a really, um, you know, sort of, the, as I say, there's no easy answer to this. It's, as I say, it's a highly emotive issue. But I think if we block those emotions, then we're all in trouble and everyone has to look at those feelings um, and how we deal with it. It's not an easy one. But I think you, you know, you've you got it right on the button where you say condolences to the, to the police officers, uh, families of the police officers and friends. That's the critical thing there. You've popped another message in here that your sister went to the Taylor Swift concert and people were giving out friendship bracelets to police an amazing and positive experience. I think that's how a younger generation build bridges. Um, yeah, well, look, and I'm far bit for me for this um, fading 58-year-old, ha-ha, to um, talk about younger people, but anyone of any generation needs to do to build bridges, to be kind. Um, and it also leads to comment on Taylor Swift. I admit that um, that the style of music is perhaps not mine, but... You know, lots of styles of music aren't mine, and if someone's happy and it's not hurting anyone to listen to it, and I can't see that it is, then all I can say is yay for all the Tay-Tays and the Swifties and all the rest of it. Um, you know, and that's sort of what we need, which is um, really good um, that we have, um, um, you know, sort of, um, you, know, you know, that sort of positivity out there. We need that sort of thing. Um and um, you know, need more of it. So, as I say, not easy topics um, to deal with, um, and we need careful debate on it. There's no all or nothings, um, as I say, and I think that's where people are getting it wrong. And I think, you know, we also need to find better ways um, in our own communities to look at some of these issues. I think that we. Too many of our influences now are we're not getting a broad enough range of viewpoint across to the broader society, and there is this oh well it's you know there's still a bit of that we got a marriage equality it's all fixed well now it seems like we're into a lot of more 
micro issues, for lack of a better word, um, issues. And by micro, I mean issues affecting specific groups and individuals rather than a broader thing. And it means that perhaps some of the people who fought for marriage equality who are looking at it from a very cisgender, gay and lesbian assimilationist point of view may not have the empathy to speak for those who are affected. And I say it every time, can I speak for people of colour? I can empathise and urge kindness, but I can't speak directly. So there's a lot to think about in there. Um, you know, I think it's a point that our community needs to debate and debate carefully whether we want the sort of, you know, humble leadership that I think we need is, um, I think, part of the problem. I'm not sure we're getting it. Um, I think there's a lot of, um, you know, sort of leadership in our community, communities that's now very ego and career-driven and is not coming from enough a place of compassion enough, and that's a, a, core, a big statement. But, um, you know, I think that we need to be, um, to sort of, start looking at that um, in a very big way and how we can keep um, um, doing more of that. Um, I think we'll have a couple of messages, then come back and wrap up today's first show, live new live show for the year. Um, you're on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. This is David Rovix, and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55 a.m., Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do, and everything can change. Trans Family is a not-for-profit organization providing a peer support group for loved ones including parents, siblings, extended family, and friends of a trans and gender diverse person. Trans Family runs discussion groups in person and online. We offer a safe space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your situation, and provide peer support. We are especially keen to hear from loved ones in regional and rural Victoria. Donations to Trans Family are tax deductible. For more information, visit transfamily.org.au or look for us on Facebook. Trans Family is a 3CR supporter. We are family. Get up everybody and say. 3CR, 855M, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, currently Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time, AEDT. Um, just about at the end of the program and hoping we can get um, some musics to work. Um, it's been one of those high, low-tech days um, and um, things not doing what they need to do. Um, the music didn't quite come out the way it wanted and all those sorts of things. Um so hopefully we can get um, something um, cooking on that front. Um, and um, um, 
anyway, um, you've heard throughout the show the uh, community service announcements, messages, um, and this is where I do declare an interest on two that we've played, um, not David Rovick's, um, um a small interest. I love um, country and bluegrass and those sorts of music, so I like Hillbilly Fever. Um, but obviously declaring interest on Bisexual Alliance, Victorian Trans Family. And bisexual, it's going to be a big weekend for yours truly, but for lots of people on the weekend of 16 and 17 March, because on the 16th of March, Trans Family will celebrate its 10th birthday. Um, we actually, it was officially on January 25, but um, of course we're all lying on the beach or something, or in the sun, or by the pool, or watching the cricket, or the tennis, or something. So we didn't celebrate it then, but there'll be a big party. Um, so if you're a loved one, or a loved one of a trans person, um, rock along. Um, look on the Trans Family website, join the mailing list, or get in touch with me. Um, Bisexual Alliance, two um, reminders there. Um, on Tuesday we have our online discussion group. Um, be 7.15 Australian Eastern Daylight Savings for 7.30 um, look on BioAlliance's Facebook page or email us via the website for the link um, or look on Eventbrite um, to register for free um, if you can um, in both cases donations of $2 or more are tax deductible in my best um, commercial radio announcer voice and on March the 17th um, there's going to be a buy picnic um, in Edinburgh Gardens um, so every buy that ever there was will hopefully gather there for certain because provided Melbourne's weather is reasonably equinoxial in a balanced bisexual way. Um, but look forward to being there from noon. Um, obviously, obviously I'm going to get down there a little later. Um, um, we could do a live cross. Oh, I've had an idea. This is dangerous. I'll be off to the doctor after this. Um, seriously. Yeah. So that's, um, the news of the day. Um, couple of last messages have come in from Jenny. I think we need perspective. We don't have a gun culture in Australia. Look, I'm no, I'm no cheerleader for John Howard, but he did do the right thing in the gun ban after the horrible situation in Tasmania nearly 30 years ago. Um, and, um, you know, so we, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of, I agree that, um, you know, your last comment, you're optimistic, your swift reference is in relation to another generation that are more empathic and smarter. Yeah, we're not seeing a lot of empathy from some of the, you know, sort of, you know, I'll say the older people in positions of influence and that the younger people's leadership will change the mindset. Well, I'm, I, can I, I can say I, I have a fair bit of agreement with that and I certainly hope we can get that sort of leadership um, into positions of influence more and more and as quickly as possible. That's a nice note to finish the program on today. I'm going to hope, like all goodness, that I can get some technology working because I wanted to play this one for Eden because we're both wrestling fans and he was here on this big island last night over in Perth along with Mammy, oh, um, Rhea Ripley. But um, here is, um, if we can get the technology to do the right thing, um, Triple H, the game, and his theme to take us out for the show today. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. It's not going to work, so we will play something else. Um, let's take it out with the Sunny Boys instead and Alone With You tonight, which is a bit like my technology today. Catch you next week. What? Oh, goodness, it is one of those days. Take three.